Hello everyone, Dr. Bob Heisinger here. I hope your day is being the kind of day that you really truly want. Maybe not, but if not, this is the place to come to find out, um, gather some information so that you can create the kind of day that you would like. Okay, the process here is when you have a question or a comment or some concern, type it in the chat area below. Uh, I assume everyone can hear me. If, if you can hear me, uh, type in yes below in the chat area. I would appreciate that. Todd, Kathy, all said yes. Okay, we have uh, a couple of questions already, but I just want to give you each some time to reflect upon uh, what you've been thinking about, what's been stirring in your mind, in your heart, and in your soul. And what you will notice is there are particular themes and patterns that continue to bubble to the surface. And when they bubble to the surface, with their pain and with their hurt, probably, um, I don't want you to try and put them away. Don't try to control them. Just spend some time allowing them to be there and be curious about uh, what's beneath the pain, what's around the pain, what's in the pain, uh, the thoughts, the feelings. Take some time to spend and uh, be with that which is stirring within you. It's often much, much more productive in the long run to do that than try to push the thoughts, the feelings, the pain away. Because once you acknowledge the pain, once you acknowledge the hurt, once you acknowledge the terrible thoughts, they tend to lose their power. Please pay attention to that. Uh, and I'll have some, I'm going to have some webinars coming up in the future on that. Uh, but right now, I just want you to know that you can spend some time uh, acknowledging and being with your hurt, and you can learn a great deal. Plus, it will dissipate it. It will lessen, lessen in intensity. Okay, any questions or comments or thoughts, please type in below. Uh, let's see, is Kim here? I don't see Kim's name um, on the roster here. Anyway, Kim wrote me an email because for some reason she um, can't seem to type in or respond in the chat area below. Here's her question. She says, I'm separated over a year due to my husband's affair with a co-worker that started on and off three years ago. I also strongly believe he is in midlife crisis as he has become a man I don't even know. His affair partner is his primary relationship now. My husband recently started reconnecting with me and turning back towards me. I actually felt it was a possibility that it was the start of reconciliation. However, he then stopped coming around and stopped reaching out to me, basically going dark. This has happened before, too. Is this normal for a cheating spouse to start turning back and quickly close the door? Yes, it's, it's very normal for most types of affairs, Kim. I also have a feeling that it has something to do with the other woman. The last six months, I don't reach out to my husband, and I wait for him to reach out to me. Is this the wrong approach, too, as maybe I'm not being proactive enough to save my marriage? 
Yeah, forgot to put my uh, face up here. I can There we go. There we go. Okay, Kim. Uh, yes, it's really normal that uh, this type of uh, moving away, coming back happens, especially in particular kinds of affairs. Uh, number seven, I don't want to say no. I'm sorry, number number seven, um, I fell out of, uh, no. Number seven is I want to be close to somebody but can't stand intimacy. Um, that's very common where there's a lot of ambivalence involved. It may also have something to do with the other woman. The other woman may be um, the controlling factor in that relationship, and perhaps your husband's trying to get away from that. Or maybe the relationship is um, losing its sizzle, and perhaps uh, he has some reservations about that relationship and is looking back at his marriage. Uh, it may be out of guilt. Um, or some remorse, some sadness. It may be out of a sense of obligation. It may be out of a sense that he really discovered that he loves you, cares about you, and uh, a strong part of him is thinking about um, reconciling. Okay, now another area that Kim mentions here is, I don't reach out to my husband as I wait for him to reach out to me. Is this wrong approach to is maybe I'm not being proactive enough to help save my marriage? Uh, depends on the kind of affair, Kim, but also... Um, I speak a lot about charging neutral, and people, when when they read that, they believe that um, it it's means being nice or being passive or backing away and and not saying anything. That's not that's not true. Charging neutral also means that you charge, which means that you have every right and uh, capability of saying uh, what's important to you, of relaying. Um, what, 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 what's going on in your heart and in your mind. So, Kim, you may want to say, hey, you know, we've been going at this for uh, six months. I've noticed you coming back and pulling away this, this dance going on within us. I think we need some kind of resolution. We need, we need to get to the bottom of this. Um, if we're together or if we're not in the future, that's not the issue. The issue is we need to understand what's happening here so that we can move ahead in a healthy way. So I think it's it's entirely okay to charge in that way, to contact him and say, "What's going on here? We need to sit down. We need to talk. Um, I want some. I want some resolution, and see what happens." Okay. Um, it's a question from Beth. Uh, Beth says, what is your opinion on limerence? How long does it last? Um, yeah, limerence, I think, is um, what, what I call, I think what you mean by that is the whole infatuation, falling in love uh, part of it, the, the strong feelings there. Beth, is that what you're, is that what you're getting at? You can type in yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Beth, is there, is there something behind that that you want to talk further about? If so, uh, I can unmute you if, if you want to do that. If you want to un be unmuted so we could talk more about this, um, you can say yes if you want to be unmuted because 
I can give you a general answer, but I'm not sure it's going to really strike home to you. Do you want to be unmuted, Beth? Beth said yes. Okay. Beth. Beth, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Beth. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. So what's behind your question, if anything? Well, I just, yeah, just, you know, reading, my husband um, talked to before. He's um, been in, I found out about his affair in July or June, and I think it was an emotional affair for months with a coworker, and then it escalated in May. Um, but just his behavior, I read a lot about the limerence and some some experts say that that's like the whole, you know, they, they have the affairs more in just like three categories, and that's one of them, which they basically include, that is the emotional affair with physical um, attraction, that they can't, the addiction part, I guess. So, you know, and they, they stress that it won't last, and when, as you and many others, they say that these affairs do end when that will sizzle out, as you just said, mm -hmm. but, you know, length of it and, and all that, and I know it depends on the type of affair, but Mm -hmm. It seems that that might be what my husband's in. It's like, um, you know, just that addiction and can't let it go. And I don't know if she's pulling him in and he's trying to come out or, you know, he says it's over. He said, and I'm taking him in as word for it. I'm not asking him about it because I don't want to have that confrontation. And he still is at home. He's never left home. We have a cordial relationship. We're still intimate. But he's, I think that's still going on. And it's mostly emotional, but physical for sure as late as a month ago he finally admitted to the physical i think i told you that last time and that was a game changer for him because it made it real okay how old is he uh 46 46 yeah okay i'm um, not quite sure what type of affair it is um mm -hmm. i think it's kind of a meld of a couple of them <laughs> so sure so you, you you what you pick up is that he is emotionally attached to this other yeah and he yeah, and I just, um, I haven't been talking about it because I'm just trying to, you know, work on myself and it's worked. It's definitely moved the needle. But I, you know, I keep, I, when I do talk to him about it and I haven't for three weeks until yesterday, wanted to know if he had any plan. You can be honest with me, meaning, you know, are you moving on? Separation? Are you going to move out? Are you, you know, did you want to recant that he told her it was over, which I know is a process? And he showed me some behaviors that maybe it's going that way, but I'm just not sure. I was gone a week and um, last for Thanksgiving, and you know, I just I don't know. But um, he says, "Well, we need to talk about it." Well, to me, we don't talk about it. And to me, that's the wavering. I want to keep keep it going as it is. If he's still involved with her and at home. Okay, so you're not sure he's cut it off. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I think he might be trying to, but I'm not sure. And she's a coworker, and she's she's single, um, with teenage kids from a first marriage, and then a two year old from a second marriage to a much younger guy who that she got pregnant, got married. He divorced her a year and a half later. Okay, so I think he's I think he's her knight in shining armor. I think she vented to him, and that's how they bonded. Okay. Okay. So he needs to be the hero. Yeah. Okay. Does he know that? And, and he did tell me, he did tell me a bunch of, in June, we went to dinner and he told me why he was so miserable. We agreed to work on things. Well, he, he was already involved with her and I didn't know. 
so he was rewriting the history to me because I thought we had things going pretty good. I mean, we definitely had some lulls and I could, I admit my part in the affair, part in the, the marriage breakdown, but I mean, he told me some pretty mean things that I was just shocked about and he, that he was miserable. Well, he was already involved with her for probably two months when he told me that. That was in June? Yeah. Okay, so all of this is fairly new and fairly fresh to you. Yeah, and it's definitely improved. I mean, I think I've moved the needle as far as our relationship, and, and I have faith that it will wind down, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay, and, and how did you move the needle? Well, let, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> so I what what I hear you saying is you don't trust him. I don't, and, and I want I want to, you know, I go back and forth every day to I'm I'm not just waiting it out. I I'm I am standing, you know, for this and I am working on myself and being the best, you know, the wife that he'd be crazy to walk away from. But it's a struggle. It's hard to be I know he wants me to be engaging with him and I want to emotionally connect with him, but it's really hard. <laughs> uh -huh. And we're together, we watch T V together and I you know, and I know that that's a lot of you know, she coaxed his ego and Probably for months, I would go hang out in the bedroom from nine to ten o'clock, and that wore on him. You know, that made that he took that personal. Okay, so what, I'm trying to be with him, but I'm struggling what, with. What do you what, that. what do you want to say to him right now about yourself? About myself. Exactly. Just that, yeah, just that. I I can't I can't go on. I I love him, and I don't need him. I choose him. And I think he's a good man who did a bad thing. So that's not about himself, but that's how I feel. And I know he wants to stay in this marriage. And um, I'm just hurt. I need to, we need to move forward. <laughs> we need, he needs to commit, you know, I can't change what he does, but just, I'm really hurting. I mean, it's just every day. It's so hard. How is it hard? Just, it's hard to... It's hard to, I try to tell myself that the love is more than the hurt. And so I try to get out of myself and just be what's loving, the, but it's what's the hurt like? because what's I the don't hurt? trust him. I don't trust him. Yeah, what's the, I don't know who he is. What's the hurt like? Sadness now. It used to be more physical, you know, and, and just disappointing. It's just, I'm disappointed. Where, what's the sadness like? Where do you feel the sadness? Oh, just. You know, in probably more in in thought than in heart right now. I mean, I go back and forth. Okay, between what? Well, I mean, as far as like, I feel it physically, like in my heart and my soul. I'm like, I'm just sad. But then sometimes I'm in my brain and I'm just like, I'm just sad. This is such BS, you know. Okay, sometimes the sadness turns to anger or more. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little anger. Yeah. Okay, so what you've just told me now. Put that in your own words in, what, in terms of what you would like to say to him about yourself. I'm, I'm, well, I'm angry. I'm, I'm extremely sad and hurt, which sometimes comes out of anger because okay. we're, nothing is changing. Okay. Okay. And Let me see if I can put into words what, what I think I hear you saying. I'll put it in my, into my words at all. Into my words. Um, so what you want to say to him is, I don't trust you for one minute. I don't trust you. And there's a part of me that when I think about um, what has happened, I feel extremely hurt. I feel extremely sad. I feel it in my heart, feel it in my head. And then 
Uh, then the sadness turns into anger. And I, want, I want to scream. And I want to move on. I hate living like this. I hate living with you like this. I don't want, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure how long I'm going to tolerate this. Yeah. And I, I have said those words to him. I have told him, I don't believe one word he says to me. It's okay. been a while. I've told him that, but I've told him that. And I, I, every day I tell him every day is a chance to start a line going forward. I'm all about that. Uh-huh. So and you I think he's just, go ahead. You want to be with him. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to try and make this work, but as long as he's, potentially zipped up to her he can't even see that clearly and i just get more lip service we need to talk we need to talk yeah we're gonna talk we got to figure out if it's salvageable he does i really believe he doesn't want out i don't know what your professional opinion is but he's never said a word about moving out he's never no he, he, he knows this other relationship is <laughs> is going to be a pain in the you know what for him it's not gonna it's not gonna be good at all for him and he did tell me that he, I mean, when we talked a few weeks ago, he's like, I don't want to break up with her because, or whatever he said, I don't want to end it because I don't want her not to like me. Okay. You know, that's where he's at. He gets to go to work, he has to see her. They don't work real close proximity, but they're at work every day. Okay. He's known her for 20 years. And Okay. Okay, so let's end this up here. Uh, I got a couple suggestions, okay? Okay. Number yes. one, okay. You, you said you're working hard trying to make it work. Don't try and make it work anymore. Up. I'm worried that'll push him away because no, he seems to fine. need he needs that attack. He needs it's not, not going to push him away. You say to him, "I'm tired. I'm not going to work on this relationship anymore. I'm done. I've had it. It's up to you." How do I act toward him at home? Still be kind, you know, strong, but you know. I'm sorry. What was your question? How do I act toward him at home? I still want to be strong in. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to, you don't have to be strong. You don't have to control your feelings. If you feel like crying, cry. If you feel like screaming, scream. I mean, our kids know nothing. They're teenagers. No, they they know. <laughs> they know. Don't fool yourself. If they're, you know, if they're sensitive, healthy kids, they know what's going on. They know something's wrong. They know something's really wrong. What? It, and back to your role. So, okay, I'm going to do that. So. Quit. Okay, that was the one piece of advice. Is quit. Try, tell him that. Be like, I'm not gonna. It's his move. Well, you don't have to what tell him. You just act like I'm not. I'm not working on this anymore. I'm not gonna kiss your butt. I don't have to tell him that. No, I just, just act. Just act that way. Yeah. Try it for a couple, three days, and see what happens. And if he says to you, "We need to talk," and he may come back, and he may be that may scare the crap out of him. So he may come to say and say to you, "Let's talk," and you you say, "What are you gonna talk about?" And this has happened before. But then he he clearly gets all kinds of kudos and affirmation from her. So and he doesn't spend that much time with her. Then I was gone a week. I don't know when they would be physically spending time together. You know, I'm sure they find ways, but mm -hmm. it's not that kind of an affair. I mean, I'm sure he's made his way over to her house because she doesn't have kids every other week. But okay. he's with us most of the time. You may have to say to him, I need proof that you're ending the relationship. That's another issue. OK, Beth. Um, yeah, there's a lot go. going on here. I suggest that yep. you check out my coaching packages and we can continue intensively yeah. with that, okay? Because there's some, Got it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, this is, that's okay. That's a new territory for you, Beth. There's a lot of things going on here. We touched on three or four different things that you can follow up on, okay? And it's a, it's a really difficult thing to do. Please hear me, okay? 
Yeah. All right, Beth. Take care. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. Thank you. Very valuable. Okay. Here's another uh, from um, Elena. I found on June, again, a June affair. My husband was having an affair since January. He told me the... He told me he ended it, and we went to marriage counseling, and I thought things were getting better. I found out at the beginning of October he'd never cut off contact with her and had at least been in phone contact with her. He told me he had feelings for her and wasn't sure what he wanted. Two weeks later, he told me he needed to stay somewhere else and figure out what he wanted to do. She is moving here this weekend. She had been living about 45 minutes away, and he plans to move in with her. She left her husband for my husband about the time I found out he was still in contact with her. However, he tells me nothing is final and he loves me and his feelings for me haven't changed. He came to the house last night and hugged me crying saying he misses me, but he won't change his mind about moving in with her this weekend. We've been married 21 years together for 24 together for 24. We have three children. I feel his affair is a combo of number one, my marriage made me do it, and number four, I uh, fell out of love and just love being in love. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what to. Uh, I don't see what are words. I don't know what to do at this point. I don't understand how he says he loves me and he misses me, but is willing to lose me to be with her and thinks he's so in love with her. Okay, Elena, are you willing to be uh, unmuted? She said yes. Elena, can you hear me? Yeah. Good. What's this like for you? Um, it's been really, really hard. Uh-huh. What's the hardest part? Um, it's been a lot of mixed signals from him because, like I said, he decided to move out and then, like, he'd come home and tell me how much he missed me and he would tell me how good I looked and how good I smelled and he would kiss me and want to be with me. And then a few days later, he would tell me, well, she's going to move here and I want to be with her. And then it's just this back and forth. He does this. Uh, he'll come back and then tell me how much he loves me and how he'll always love me. And I mean so much to him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh. What does that bring up in you, and how do you respond then? Um, well, I still love him, and I want him to come home. And so, you know, I it gives me this hope that he wants to come back, but then he's not made any effort to um, come back home. Okay, so you kind of mirror his ambivalence. I guess. That makes sense. You're, you're ambivalent, too. Well, I know I want him, so I don't know. A part of you ambivalent. Really, yeah, well, a part of you really, really wants him, right? Yes, all of me really wants him. Okay, and what's the other part like? I don't think there is another part right now. I just want him to come home. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So it stirs up a lot of a lot of what? Um, I just feel like. For some reason, I'm not important to him anymore. Okay. Okay. So you start thinking you're not important. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's that like for you? 
It hurts. It hurts a lot, doesn't it? Where mm-hmm. does it hurt the most? Um, sometimes it's my stomach and sometimes it's my heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think is worse, the stomach or the heart? Um, I probably feel it more in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and if your stomach would speak, what would it say to you? I don't know. Okay. It's kind of a weird question. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay. Here's here's what I'm saying, Elena. That is it, Elena or Lena? Elena. Lena. Um, it's it's really important to be aware of what is brought up within you, and to honor that. Because mm-hmm. because you're you're going to need um, in the future here to be able to take a firm position. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard when you're hurting and, and, and so much in pain, you just want to react. And you want to react out of fear because you're afraid you're going to lose him. And you, you want to react by trying to uh, you know, talk to him and encourage him to come back. And um, those things emerge out of your out of your hurt, out of your pain, out of your heart, out of your stomach. Um, and they feed into his own ambivalence. Mm-hmm. So what, what I've tried, like I got your book and I read and I've been trying to, you know, do the charging neutral these last few days. And I've kept my emotions more in check when I've talked to him. Good, good. And that's, that's a good place to start. You know, you can use charging, you you can fake it till you make it, so to speak, you know, Mm-hmm. But you you don't want to react because in reacting you're you're doing exactly what he needs you to do or wanting you're doing what he wants you to do, which is to um, not take a stand and and allow him to jump around, move back and forth. Right, right. And I feel like I've been a little more firm the last few days. And I told him last night, like I don't want to share you. And if you make this decision to move in with her, then I feel like we need to have a discussion about the closure unknown relationship. Okay, wonderful. And um, he doesn't, I mean, he just still seems like he's full steam ahead and he um, to move in with her. And he feels like he's protecting me from, he's had some issues with his own, he, um, he has his own business that isn't doing well at the moment. And he's uh-huh. been dealing with feelings of failure and stuff. And, Sure. He feels like if he's not with me and he's with her, he's somehow protecting me. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yes, and I don't understand how he's protecting me. No, it's not. It's not reasonable. It, there's no reason behind that whatsoever. It comes out of some other chunk of him. Um, how old are your children? Um, twenty sixteen and twelve. Do they know what's happening? Um, the our two oldest, our girls, know that he had an affair because my 16-year-old happened to read a text conversation. Okay, yeah. Okay. Is he planning on telling the children that he's moving in with this other woman? Um, I told him he was going to have to. Good. That's another consequence here that, you know, has to be has to be addressed. Okay. Do you have any other specific questions for me? This is uh, you're kind of in the beginning phase of this again. Any specific questions, Lena? I guess my specific questions now would be, um, what is my best thing that I can do 
going forward. And um, I mean, he tells me he loves me. It's not like he's telling me he's not in love with me. Just, so I just don't just understand. Say, okay, you you say to him, "What do you mean by love?" Okay. And you say to him, "You don't you you don't have a clue what love is if you're doing this." Okay. You're acting like a seventh grader. And seventh grader right. have a clue about love. Yeah. Okay. So I told him last night that his feelings for her are, you know, more like a teenager. And does he really want to be like a teenager? Because we can see the decisions that our teenager makes aren't very good. Exactly. Exactly. And, and um, you know, that's another issue here. Sometimes a teenager will elicit in a parent, a parent of the same sex, a lot of old stuff that was not, effectively gone through when um, the adult was a teenager. Mm -hmm. So that may be part of what he's dealing with as well. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Um, I think that's it for now. Thank right. you. Sounds, like sounds like you're doing some real good things, Elena. You're on the right track. It's not an easy one. Uh, but, uh, but again, the, the, the point that you want to get, get to in charging neutral is being able to define your position very, very clearly and um, let him know where you stand in, in a way mm -hmm. that's non-reactive. But in the meantime, okay. but in the meantime, honor your pain, honor your hurt, because there's a lot you can learn about yourself. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Appreciate your courage in sharing this with us. Have a great day. Okay. Thanks. Okay, um, we covered two really important situations today. I hope it was helpful to all of you. Um, I wish you all the best. Have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you.